When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 359 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man, up there in eastern Pennsylvania, Willie Saylor. He's ready to go to PIAA's this evening, I believe. He he makes his way to the Chocolate Wonderland, Hershey, Pennsylvania. To my sweetest left, place on earth. yeah, sweetest place on earth. To my left, Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr., who is wearing a hat that he described to me as a light fixture company, mm-hmm. which I don't know why or how. And I obviously inquired why or how. He wouldn't explain why mm-hmm. he's wearing that hat, how he got it, just the way he operates. And in the back, with the, next to the Majestic Eagle, the pride of the Big 12, Kyle Brackey, Parkersburg High School's own. And uh, yes, you have asked, and yes, we will continue to deliver the best alien content in, uh, in America. That's right. In, in, Bra- in the universe. In the Wow. Intergalactic. Mm-hmm. Great point, Bracky. Great point. So, we're not going to start with aliens, though. We're going to start with, I don't know if Nomad has classified him as an alien. I don't think he's reached alien status like Kyle Dick. But Seth Gross. Mm. He is has entered the portal, and that is not an alien reference. He has entered the transfer portal. <laughs> now, to, to the immediate questions become... Where is he going to go? He's a national champion. This doesn't happen very much where NCAA champions are like, yo, I'm out. But a coach's change, and I guess he wants to go. Now, I'll be honest. Y- you read the tea leaves here. There, there was one way for Seth Gross to be able to transfer. If he, if he decided, okay, if he decided last summer when Damien Hahn got the job and Chris Bono left, I want to transfer, he cannot transfer. What he can do is graduate, then transfer. Okay? Now, how can he do that? How can he graduate and transfer? He's a senior. Well, he needs to not wrestle this year, have a medical situation come up. I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Okay? I'm reading the tea leaves, and 
Maybe he's not that hurt. Maybe it's a just an incredible coincidence. I know he did have a back injury going back into high school. It happened at who's number one. Sure. But I'm just saying, uh, it's it's not hard to figure out what's going on here. And, and and this is not an original thought to me. I was told, you know, a while ago, hey, watch this. He's going to take a med. He's not coming back this year. He's going to get a medical. He's going to transfer. And sure enough, as predicted, it's uh, it seems like it's happening. It seems like he's not going to stay at South Dakota State. And the obvious number one choice that is not hard to figure out is that he would probably go to Wisconsin with Coach Bono, who he won a national title under. Um, so I don't know if that will all play out. I don't know what power South Dakota State has to keep Seth. I know when you graduate, um, that makes it really, really tough for them to – keep him or prevent him from going somewhere um so Willie I'm, I'm curious for for your thoughts on this situation well I mean my thoughts are when we didn't see him for a couple weeks um I don't know I was reading the tea leaves then right it's like eh, maybe this is a thing and um <clears throat> that number one number two loyal to coach Bono and coach Reader. um uh, you know he, he'd be wrestling in the big ten um, so that would, that would make 133 even more fun next year. Uh, yeah, and I don't think that South Dakota State will have any ability to retain him in any way. You know, that when when we first put out that he was in the portal or when some, you know, when it started getting around that he was in the portal, the questions that popped up were um, how can he do this and can how can he transfer? He's already transferred once. Well, he can transfer as a grad student, um, so that's no problem. And two, can South Dakota State block him? Um, I, th- these blocking somebody from transferring anymore, I think, is going to be a hard thing. It's yes. going to be the, the opposite of what it used to be. It used to be you have to like show some sort of special circumstances to not have a school block you. Now it's you're probably going to have to have some special circumstances to block a kid. Um, Number one, number two. I don't think that comes into play because when you graduate, when you when you as a grad transfer, you, I mean they can't block you. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. Uh, well, that's that's stupid. That's that's even more stupid than blocking you as an undergrad. What 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 they have to do is they um what can basically help this is how Blaze Butler was able to transfer. They didn't want him to transfer. You have to find a master's program that that school doesn't that school have, doesn't offer right which is basically they're trans you know it's easy to find beyond that yeah. though there's um so the, there's a committee right now in the NCAA to that's looking into uh changing the transfer rules and essentially making them more more lax um kind of in favor of the student athletes the chairman of that committee is the AD for South Dakota state Ooh. so he's not going to block at least not anything that's not already within like the bylaws of a of a conference, like he think, is, he's he's just mean, not going to. I think in general, I mean, this is my opinion, but I think blocking blocking somebody from transferring that graduated is grimy. I don't care if there is a program. I mean, undergrad is one thing, right? You you know going in what programs they have. Going to the your choice of grad school program is a big deal if. If South Dakota State has a grad program in, I don't know, anything, agriculture, I don't, 
CP's Department of Agriculture. Yeah. Maybe they want to go, but Seth Gross wants Wisconsin's Department of Agriculture. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's very important. Well, here's the thing. What? Let's let's be real here. This ain't about master's programs. This is about wrestling where you want to wrestle. So I I get it. Yeah, sure. Well, let's let's not pretend that this is all about the academic opportunity and that he it's just Wisconsin or wherever no, he winds up ha- happens to have that. But well, I'm just saying let's just let's just not let's not pretend here. This is about education. This is this is about wrestling. Okay, yeah, and maximizing I know. Maximizing your uh, wrestling, which I, I know, I'm not the, I'm not judging that. Premise. But. Look at uh, Scott Moore. I mean, Scott Moore graduated from Penn State and uh, went to UVA. Okay. Right? I mean, yeah. Uh, Penn State's probably a better wrestling school. UVA had a good program. You know, what if Penn State would have blocked that? He wanted to go to a, his program of choice. But anyway, I get your point. Yeah. Um, Blocking is soon not going to be a thing because nowadays you just take it public that they're blocking you. And they get roasted. The school or, yeah. or administration gets roasted on social media, and yeah. they just backtrack and let you go. Mm-hmm. That's why explain how that happened in football, Bracky. Yeah. So perfect example. Um, Austin Kendall was a quarterback at Oklahoma. When they brought Jalen Hurts in, he wanted to transfer and go to West Virginia. And as Willie was saying, he was a graduate, and you would think you wouldn't be able to block graduates because they're already done their obligation with the school, but. Lincoln Riley was blocking, and Oklahoma was blocking him from going to West Virginia because it was in conference. And then they just went public with this to an ESPN reporter, the family of Austin Kendall. They got roasted on it for social media, and uh, five hours later, they released him to West Virginia. Yeah. So it's it's a little different because our sport's smaller than, than that, but at the same time, if they feel any kind of heat whatsoever, and now just the way everything's trending, if it's close, they're not going to let them do it. Now, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what the next wrinkle or next thing to discuss about this is. Where where all he's going to, where all he's going to be looking at, what other schools he's going to be considering. But um, you have to figure that Wisconsin on the shortlist. What what do you think, Willie, about just the fact that he is, you know. South Dakota State was the program that took him in after his his trouble at Iowa, and now he wants to transfer out of the place that gave you an opportunity and you won a national title. That's one way to look at it. The other way I look at it is, well, did South Dakota State give him the opportunity, or was it Coach Bono and Coach Reeder? That's where I'm having a hard time kind of – it makes it tough, and I really feel for Coach Hahn being kind of in the, in the middle here. Yeah, Coach Hahn doesn't really have anything to do with it. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's a – I don't think it's a signal to anybody that Coach Han did something wrong or Coach Han um, isn't adequate in any way. I just think it's it's he wants to be he wants to be with Bono and he wants to be um, loyal to those guys. But I mean, I don't, I don't think South Dakota State did anything wrong, and I don't think you know that Seth would say that they did anything wrong. Um, if I don't know if this was. Are, are, are you and our fans that don't like him moving from South Dakota State, <clears throat> would they feel the same way if it was a kid going from from Wisconsin to South Dakota State or from Wisconsin to Illinois or something like that? I mean, I, I get the feeling. I don't understand. I don't understand why people are upset that he wants to leave South Dakota State other than the fact that they have, South Dakota State has become a little bit of a darling, like a little little program that could, and they want they want – to see a stud in a small program lineup because otherwise I don't get it. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not against it. Um, I, I, I'm not saying he shouldn't be able to transfer. I'm pro uh, mobility in this situation. So I don't don't let it be. Don't let it sound like I'm not that I'm that I'm not okay with it. I think it's fine. Um, I, but I'm just saying th- this in some. I I mean. This was orchestrated, right? Like that's how I that's how I feel. I can't prove that. I don't know it for sure, but you, you can't. I, I just have a hard time believing that he just so happened to have the injury this year that kept him out for the season, and that he'll be able to transfer. Maybe maybe that'll be proven out to be wrong, but I I think it's pretty obvious what's happening right now, and I'm fine. I'm fine with the mobility. No issue whatsoever. Now the question is, where is he going to go? Um, you know, Wisconsin, obviously an option. Is any other school, like the big power programs, like our Penn State, Ohio State. Um, I, know, I know Arizona State's been thrown around as, as a potential uh, place for them. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where he's looking or where he's trying to go or what his long-term goals are or where he thinks is a, is a, is a good fit. But it's pretty rare. I mean, Soriano transferred. That was definitely uh, – it's pretty rare that to see a guy um, of that caliber want out, but I think what we're seeing and, and what you've been saying, Willie, is like there's going to be this is going to be more and more what's happening. Maybe not to the degree of a national champion trying to leave because you want an NCAA title there, but in general, the the transfers are going to be happening a lot more often. You're going to see, well, and with that, you're going to see more high caliber guys. Well, um, it, this is a topic I wanted to bring up anyway: um, the portal situation. Um, because we're going to get into a situation where the the transfer thing and this portal thing is huge. Um, it's going to become its own separate recruiting season or its own separate recruiting like supplement. And um, it's funny you say, Christian, that uh, you know we might not see it in national championship caliber guys. Um, but I think, I think we will, I, and mm. I think there's so much going on with the loosening of restrictions for, for transferring and, and that goes down to national championships. I mean, uh, national championship caliber guys, I, you know, there is a lot of, there's a lot of egos in wrestling. I mean, it's, you have to have some level of ego to, to, to be competitive. I mean, it's, it's part of an ingredient to be good. Um, and I just think people are, okay, let me, let me say this. Is there going to be less control from the coaches? I mean, yeah, by, de- by definition, uh, right? Like, let's say, let's say I'm your coach, Christian, and you're a, Love it. first, <laughs> okay. So basically, I'm Dan Gable, and you are Mark Ironside. Love it already. Imagine, imagine that world. Yes. Okay. And I don't Quick. know. You're having, you're having a, uh, you're having an off practice. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you were up too late playing Sega Genesis. I don't that's know possible. what was the. T- no, I think okay. Genesis. That's probably a good, uh, good reference. All right, and say you were up late, and you're you're dragging ass at practice, and I'm Dan Gable, and I want you to pick up the pace. I want I want you to. Uh, I'm gonna put my thumb on you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Ironside. Let's freaking. What are you doing today? Now, do I say that now? Do I stay? Do I? Do I? Um, do well, I still put my you're, thumb you're on you? You're gonna have to bit? really. You're gonna have to really know your kid because some kids, uh, they'll respond to that. 
But anymore, b- being that coach, being that guy, having the thumb on, being the, the uh, having those moments where you're really tough on guys, you're, you're right. It, it, you're gonna have to know the guy. You have to know the family. You have to know that they have your trust and be like, and and allow that. Allow you to coach. Right. Not every athlete is gonna be like that. Even in a sport, I know. I know. We all think wrestling and and we're the toughest, and they are. It is the toughest sport, and we have the toughest athletes. But there's crazy ego stuff going on, and these guys ego have been stuff. these guys have been told from elementary to middle to high school they are the greatest thing. The worlds have been built around them. Many of these athletes have had worlds built around them, and it is really really hard for them to go to college and not hear that the world is all about them. That's a tough lesson that a lot of them have to learn, and. With that, you're, there could be some. Many of the coaches are old school. They were raised and coached in the old school, and they had their success being coached in an old school way. And I, I think there is going to be some friction in that way potentially. I mean, you have to. Are you going to have to? Are you going to have to handle them with white gloves? Um, is is I guess what I'm getting at. And um, well. You, and it's not just it's not just your rhetoric and practice. It's you know I don't want to wrestle today. Sure. I don't want to wrestle yeah. today. Okay, you're not wrestling. I don't feel like going to this tournament. I don't want to wrestle at yeah. the scuffle. Okay, That's okay, right. okay. You don't have to, because now, oh, okay, you made me wrestle and you put my health in danger, or I wasn't ready to go and then I lost and I lost because you made me wrestle. That's yeah. guys. This is like. This is not far fetched. This is happening. It's not. This just has already stuff. happened before the situa- before the portal was put in. This this happens at programs. This is pre portal. Th- there is pre-portal. one. Th- <clears throat> there is one thing I'd like to say though about about all that. Um, and not that you guys are wrong in any way, but uh, and Bracky is the one that that's um kind of explained all this to me. The only thing with that though is once you enter the portal, the school and the coaching staff and the administration can pull your money. Well, that's so you funny can't you say just that, man. Enter the portal just to threaten because then it's like, all right, cool, your scholarship's gone. We don't have to reserve a spot on the roster for you next year. So you, uh, there that's is a, a great point. There's a line there that you know because the, the kid, you know, right? You know, you think the the grass is greener, and then you know you were on a seventy, and it's like, well, crap. Now I'm only going to get a twenty from the cause, oh. just because the coach pissed me off. So I, I mean, just something to consider. Well, you you have to have. Um... What the the key word here is leverage, and Gross has all of it. He's gonna get. He's not worried about some scholarship reduction. One, South Dakota State's not gonna do it. <clears throat> Two, his options are such that he's going to get a full right wherever he wants to go. Right, he's a national right. champion. But one it, it year. does make a, a. It makes for a good point from Nomad because I'll tell you this. I, I was talking to a coach last week, and he said on the portal, right? There's there's Currently, there's six pages of guys that entered the portal, mm-hmm. which is a lot of guys, right? How many per page, Willie? 10, 20? Mm, I, I've seen them, but I forget. Nomad, you've seen them. How many is there? 15 per page or something? Um, well, I've only ever seen a mobile, so I don't know. We've just seen it. Yeah, mobile. I don't know. Oh, we only seen them on mobile. Do they have an app? <laughs> they, all, they, they, they also list – it's all divisions, right? So it's just – it's just kind of a Got hodgepodge it. of guys. Right. Anyway. Okay, but follow follow me here. Yeah, yeah. The coach told me the coach told me that there's uh six pages of guys uh that are on the portal. A couple days later, or a week later about, there's nine pages now. And 
the reason that's significant is because there are nine pages of kids that entered the portal during the season. Guys, that's nine pages of kids that entered the portal that said, go ahead and take my money. I don't care. I got to get out of here. What do you think happens the day the NCAA championships are over or the day the semester's over? That nine pages, it's going to go to 30 pages. Someone needs because to notify. Because they don't care. Who, who, uh, who maintains the portal infrastructure? Are they going to be ready for the, for the flood of, of um, entries? Seriously, it's going to ba- happen. They need to back up the server. Because, uh, because yeah, you're right. It's been stemmed. The, 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 the number of kids, what I'm saying is the number of kids that are in the portal is curbed a little bit because they don't want to enter the portal because they can get their money taken away. Now, when the semester ends, they don't have to run that fear. Yeah. So it'll be the the transfer dynamic is going to be interesting to follow. It's going to give us a, a second season of recruiting that will be, if nothing else, newsworthy and topical, which is great for us because we have a, a twice weekly radio show. So we'll I love the more way to come on yet. that, we, and we'll try to get some information about the Seth Gross thing. Where is he going? What's going on? Um, we'll see. Maybe we can get reach out to Seth and get his his school list and r- his rationale behind why he's looking to transfer right now. There's definitely pros and cons, right, Christian? I mean, for us, it's good. It's news. It's it's uh, it's like the NFL free agency period or the Major League Baseball, the Bryce Harper saga that lasted six months. Um, for for athletes, it's for athletes with a with a legit um, legitimate reason to want to transfer is good. I think I don't think it's. I th- there is a con for athletes too, and that I don't know. Maybe they're held less accountable to themselves um there's a con to the coaches that they can't have as much control and there's a con in you know we said it a year ago when they were loosening up the the recruiting uh or the transfer situation in that you know if clarion has an awesome 41 pounder and iowa has a vacancy yeah you could see that for sure okay um, the people are clamoring. They can wait no longer. What for Alien Hour? They can't wait for Alien Hour. Yanni can't wait. No one can wait. So we're gonna go t- straight to it from Seth Gross to Alien Hour with Kyle Brackey. And f- I think what the way we want to start here, Kyle, um, is kind of a follow up from the previous week's Alien. Now we we went we discussed the Oklahoma octopus. We did not find it. Um. But Flat Earth at Earth is Flat, bruh, asks, and I don't know the answer to this. He asks, <laughs> can we talk about the role Flat Earth plays in the growing number of drowning victims in Oklahoma? Kyle, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I uh, have no idea. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I, need, I guess I need to look at that. That wasn't in the Animal more. Planet. Uh, it was not. It was not in Lost Tapes. Okay, so more to come on Flat Earth. Um, so go ahead, uh, Kyle. Let us know what's so going on. We've dealt with a lot of humanoids. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple conspiracy theories. Uh, today we're going to deal with our first uh, spirit slash demon. Oh, this, one, this one's a little dark. Whoa. Um, but the I thought of it, it was actually on the map of humanoids or monsters that someone messaged me on Instagram, but I did a little research on it. It's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's na- this creature, Wendingo, 
is native to <laughs> Wendingo. Wendingo is native to like Minnesota and Canada, and since we'll be going up there this weekend, thought it'd be a good one to do. Oh. But essentially, it is a demonic entity that possesses people who uh, have at some point eaten human flesh. So it started with like Native American tribes, like just being like trapped out in the wilderness, and like there's no food around in the winter. People die of starvation, and to survive, they have to eat them. And they would do that, and then they would become possessed by this demonic entity and become a Wendigo. And Wendigos, like, when they possess you, you, you grow in stature, so you become, like, this long, lanky, like, skeleton-type creature. Oh, my gosh. And you look, like, emaciated and, like, you just starving, but you have this insatiable need for for human flesh so they're always just like hunting humans so it's pretty creepy stuff that is scary so um how many documented viewings have there been of the wendigo and why is not a ton because the people just die they just die <laughs> like, you can't document it because you're dead yeah it's kind of like touching the holy and supposedly grail. every time you eat somebody else they grow in size too is there also maybe you haven't seen them as much recently because, fortunately, there's not as much cannibalism. I mean, sure, th no. sure there's some. Correct. That, that's exactly right. So w would you then assume that if you went to some other, uh, a more remote area of the earth, where do you believe that Wendigos, are, are they a regional spirit? No, I think they're worldwide. Worldwide. Yep. Wow. Any place that this is happening, Wendigo can possess you. Well, that's not ideal. Now, we're going to Minnesota. Now, we're fire, one thing that does kill Wendigos, though, is fire. They hate fire. Oh, good. Um, but if you do kill a Wendigo, it just releases the spirit to go possess somebody else. So You're not really solving the problem. Right, exactly. Um, so this is, is this a um, swamp ape, skunk ape situation where, you know, if you see one, don't harm it? Or is, is this a different scenario where permission to harm, if you can harm it? Permission to harm, because it's going to try to harm you. It's going to try to harm you. Yeah. It's get, get, or get got exactly. type of situation. Yep. Is there any specific ways that you could kill the Wendigo? Is there, like, methods? Do you have to have, uh, um, what's that I, glass that they have in Game of Thrones? Well, he said fire. Fire is, like, fire the main thing. Yeah, wow. they really, they'll, they'll, like, they'll leave you alone if you're on, with fire. Just redo the whole carry, segment. You, for, you guys better way. carry a, you guys better carry a torch when you go to yeah. Big Ten. I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, a little more medieval with the bow and arrow, a, a, a lit bow and arrow, like something you would see in Braveheart. Yeah, that'd be I pretty bad. I'm a big fan of the lit bow and arrow. Yeah, it's not using. <laughs> up, I'd probably go crossbow. I think I'd be more accurate with I, that. Except you, it's a little more close range, which you know, it's a little more dangerous. But you know, what? I also feel like the crossbow probably less effective in the fire department, just because of the mechanism. You worry about the crossbow, more issues. Yeah, you're much more likely to light your hand on fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm not. So, I'm not positive I would use a crossbow, but I'm pretty. Would sure you go I'd double use. crossbow? No, you can't. Because it'd probably be harder to load if you, you have don't a have crossbow the... on each. Do you know what kind forearm. of wrist strength you need to go double crossbow? Or yeah, you, you're crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good update. Um, geez, I'm kind of nervous now that we're going to Minnesota. Well, as long as. We just don't eat human, any human flesh or st and stay out of the I wilderness. I can't promise anything. No one knows the future. Have you had the human flesh in Minnesota? <laughs> it's delectable. Oh, wow. Okay. Good update. Good aliens. Um, we'll be on the lookout for the Wendigo. Uh, we'll have Spay carry a lantern, uh, a lit <laughs> lantern for the... 
for the duration of Big Tens. It actually it'll be helpful to have fire because it's going to be really cold there because it's Minnesota and it's winter, mm-hmm. and that's just that's just the way it works. So the fire will serve a dual purpose. Even if we don't need it to save our lives, we'll have it to keep ourselves warm. So that's good. All right, thank you, Kyle. Mm-hmm. People are excited for that. Now, why don't we get to some Big Ten predictions? Mm. Okay, I think that's uh, where we should be going next. Uh, we didn't really put anything on wax yesterday on radio. I'm going back to back. This is great. I wish we could do FRL every single day. I know you guys. Seriously, feel, I know you guys feel the same way. It's not possible. Um, unless this just can become our only job, which I'm all for that, but. It's not going to happen. So, here's the thing. I think we start at 125. What do you say, boys? That's, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, we're not going to draw. No random draw. <clears throat> I hate it. You hate starting at 125? Uh, yep. All right, let's go random draw. Go. No, 125. Come on, I'm joking. Oh, okay. Well, I was trying to be accommodating. All right. There's two choices. There's two choices. One's name is Seabass. The other is a Pokemon master named Spencer Lee. And I will not accept. You will lose your right to FRL if you pick anyone other than those two. I'm saying that. I can't enforce it, but I'm saying it. And I want to start with Stephen Kyle. I want to know who he's going with. I'm going with Sebastian Rivera. I can't unsee the Spencer Lee that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And until I see the Spencer Lee we saw at NCAAs last year, I will not pick him to win. What if Spencer starts eating flesh? Human flesh. Did you see his interview with Kyle Bauer in the Barstool Sports, what he eats after weigh-ins? This is interesting. Yeah. Slash French concerning. chocolate and calamari. That is wild. I've never chocolate. heard of anything like that before in my life. Most people are like, yeah, Pedialyte, and I'll have like a bagel with cream cheese. He's like, he, but he didn't say, like, I, I have a Milky Way. He said I have, like, imported French chocolate. <laughs> well, now, hold on. What, what, where is his, his mother's French? Yes. So he's eating the food of his indigenous people. Yes. Indigenous. Indigenous? It's not indigenous. I don't think that's indigenous. Yes, I know. But it was a funny word to use. Yeah. So he eats either, (laughs) if it's an hour, if it's hour way in and he, they're starting at 25, he'll go dark chocolate. If he's got a little time, calamari. Man, calamari at seven in the morning. Fried squid. That is now interesting. Yeah, is it fried? I oh mean, yeah, it might not I be fried. Have... Yeah. Yeah. Does calamari yeah, need, by definition need... have to be fried? No. It doesn't. Nope. You would know, Willie. Does calamari? No. Yeah. It does not have to be fried. I booked my trip for Sasari for the rankings tournament in Italy. By the way, I mean mm-hmm. copious amounts of calamari when I'm over there. Yeah, they're gonna fry but... it. Okay. That's uh that's it was very forthcoming. I wish we knew more. There should be a whole column on what specific stars eat before they wrestle. Yes. Because that is that is the wildest one of all. Um befitting an alien like Spencer. Okay. Willie, get it. Um I'm taking I'm taking Rivera, but um I like Spencer through the book. Plus, plus money. How often can you get Spencer Lee plus money? And it's one, it's one match. You're asking. One you're match. saying he's making the finals. He's making the finals. So can Sp- can Spencer Lee beat Rivera? Yeah, he can beat Rivera. Um, I'm not picking it, but I like the odds through Vegas. Wrestling Nomad Daniel Lobdell. 
<clears throat> so, wrote an article last night. Um, oh, this, sounds, this sounds like a really complex answer. I wrote an article last night about Iowa season, what to look for at, at Big Tens. I'm also going to be doing it for Ohio State, Michigan, and done one for Penn State. And looking back, I forgot, or I don't know if I forgot. But anyway, Spencer Lee literally had the most dominant NCAA tournament of any 125-pounder we've ever seen last year since the introduction of the weight. That guy, we've been talking about that guy all year, all year, all year. We haven't seen it. Um, Spencer Lee is certifiably an alien and very well could come back and smash everyone. But Sebastian Rivera is the best 125-pounder in the country this year, and I think he's going to win Big Tens. Um, and I hope that we get to see the, the Spencer Lee that we saw at last year's NCAA tournament so that that can be definitively proven or not. Sebastian Rivera is my pick. Spencer Lee, <laughs> Big Ten champ. Yeah, you got him? Yep, Spencer. Turn around. It's, it's, it's happening. Is it the most interesting match of Big Tens? By far. Right? I mean, it has yes, to be. 100%. Spencer's the most interesting Yeah, wrestler he's the most the interesting right wrestler now. in the country. We've, we've never seen something like this. And uh, I think... I think he gets it back together. It's going to happen. I believe Spencer wins Big Tens. He's my pick. 133 pounds. Wow. Well, you've got quite a few selections here. <laughs> you've got Stevan Micic, Roman Bravignon, Luke Pletcher on one side. On the other side, Austin DeSanto, Nick Soriano, Ethan Lezak uh, on the other. So, let's go same order. Stephen Kyle, get us started. I'm going to play it safe here and take Micic over Suriano in the finals. I think Suriano gets to Santa this time. Got it. Liam. Uh, I will go. It, I want to take Suriano, but it's, for, for, it's difficult. I can't pull the trigger for two reasons. Number one, he would have to beat two guys that he lost to this year. And number two, um... Meaches is real good. And I think Suriano can, but I don't know. I'm not going to pick him to beat. Yeah, I am. I'm picking Suriano. Give me Suriano. <laughs> so am I. I've got Suriano That's too. Very roundabout. I'm not even scared. Give me about Suriano. It. I got Nikki. Meachich over DeSanto in the finals. Wow. You got DeSanto over Suriano? I do. He doesn't like Nikki. Who said I don't like Nikki? And you don't like the Hawkeyes. That must have been tough. I'm surprised you don't have Lezak coming yeah. out. Lezak Thornton semi. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling Suriano. 41. This is, a, this is tough. There's a lot of things to consider here because I, I, want, I want to tee it up a little bit, right? So you've got Lee and McKenna on the bottom side. And basically, who you pick to win that bottom side is re really puts you in a tough choice, right? If you think McKenna beats Lee, it's pretty simple. You think you should pick McKenna to win Big Tens. But if you think Lee's going to beat McKenna again, then you have a basically you have to make two really tough decisions. You have to say Nick Lee's going to beat McKenna, then he's going to beat Mikey Carr, who he's lost to. Mm -hmm. So I think this is really actually a pretty difficult one to pick. Even though I know I've said the final is going to be that semi. Now I'm like, man, who freaking knows? So, um, Kyle Brackey, get it started. 
my friend. We saw a different Joey McKenna at Big Ten's last year. Oh, yeah. And I believe in that Joey McKenna. And I believe he will be there in Minneapolis. And I'm picking Joey McKenna. All right. Over Mike Carr in the finals once again. So he beats Lee. He yes. beats Carr. I yep. mean, I think we all feel good about the um, about the Carr matchup. But yeah. It's, it's Nick Lee. It's his pace. Um, young Will. I got Joey. I think, you know, I don't think Joey was 100%. I mean, not to take anything away from Nick Lee. Um, I just I, – Joey wasn't on top of his game in that duel, I don't believe. And I'm going with Joey. Not a big track record for him fading like that. He's had, he's had some, like, down performances. Like when he got majored by Tommy Thorne, he can get tired. He's got turned twice in the same thing, rolling around. I've never really seen that, which to me is like, well, can you really expect something like that to happen again? I, I don't. So for that reason, I've got Joseph as well. Um, but, man, I'm, I, I think – I want to say this. If Nick Lee beats McKenna, Nick Lee also beats Mikey Carr. I, I, I believe that. So I don't think. I, I do too. I do too. But I, you're right. It is a it is a question. Um, it's not a foregone. I think when you're handicapping things, you're spot on. If McKenna beats Lee, it's a no-brainer that you pick McKenna to beat Carr. If Lee beats McKenna, you have to think about it. It's a, it's a thing. But. I'm with you too. If Lee if Lee beats Joey, he's gonna beat Carr. I just, uh, I don't know. I wasn't inspired by Carr. Ah, dude, first duel of the year against Ironman. I'm like, dude, Mikey Carr's coming. And I nothing against Mikey Carr. I love Mikey Carr. I love the fact he was a very under the radar recruit. Mm-hmm. Um, small school PA goes to Illinois. I mean, how many PA kids go to Illinois? So and, um, sort of under the, completely off the radar like nobody had intel on that nobody saw that coming um so i mean i root for mikey Carr. i root for i like, like to see him do well um just i don't know i didn't after the ironman match i didn't like the i didn't like the murin match at all Mm-mm. um so i don't like him, changes, i don't like him not wrestling nick lee unless something changes that's the way i have it yeah so I'm a really big fan of Mikey Carr. I got him on my fantasy team. To Willie's point, he's very under the radar, and I think, um, you know, people we've got a whole bunch of his matches on flow. Go go back and watch him. Um, but, you know, Joey, there's health concerns this year. Mikey Carr, there's, there's been health concerns this year. Nick Lee is the only guy that, that we've seen um, all year in, in this weight in the Big Ten that's been fully healthy. Uh, and oh. so it's, it's really hard to, to pick against him. But... I'm picking the best guy in the bracket. Um, he's beaten Nick Lee before. He gave Mikey Carr the worst loss of his college career. Um, really? Yeah. That, that's the only time Mikey Carr's really been, like, beat up in college. I had no idea. Uh, so I'm going to go with Joey McKenna. Um, both those guys <laughs> are fantastic, Nick Lee and, and, um, and uh, Mikey Carr. But uh, I think Joey's the best guy in the bracket, and I think Joey's going to win. Copy that. Okay. All right, 149. This will probably be one we discuss less than others. Um, Anthony Ashnault, Micah Jordan, maybe throwing Lugo as potential, but uh, I don't see it. I've got – I'll start this one. Anthony Ashnault, Big Ten champ. Book it. Willie books it. I mean, not book it. Not book it, but, yeah. 
Right? Everybody's taking... Nobody's taking anybody but Ashnall, are they? Nomad? Mobbin, three-time Big Ten champ. He's going to shoot them all Dang. down. I didn't three even time. realize that. Yeah. yeah. Pretty nope. interesting. People don't realize that. What That one year, 41, was kind of bad. Is it uh, is it bad that we're not giving Mickey, like, any shot? Yes, it is bad, and we definitely should. I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it right now. As soon as I like, said it, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I definitely know. know how I feel in that uh, that I felt the, the CKLV match was pretty good indicator that Ashnall's better, but Mickey Jordan's a really freaking good wrestler. I just think he, are there lights? Are there gonna be lights on in the finals? I, 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 you know, I asked the SID. I talked to the SID yesterday from Minnesota, and I forgot to ask him if the lights would be on. Because if the lights are on, I got Ashnall. If there's power, if there's power. It could be all lanterns in preparation for the um, Wendigo. That's true. That's mm, true. That's the problem. If there's a, if, mm. there, if it's lit, if it's lit up by lanterns, Micah. I think Mickey. <laughs> Dang, this is gonna get tough. Uh, I'll let you know as soon as I find out about the electricity. It, it's just tough because with Micah, basically, if you're saying Micah's going to win, he's gonna need multiple takedowns. Oh, Be like a ton of them. A, a multiple takedown advantage, right? So not yes. just multiple takedowns. He's going to have to have multiple takedowns more than Ashnault gets because he's either probably like three. He's either going to get ridden or have to take neutral and not get an escape point. And Ashnault will get away from Micah. So it's just a deficit he starts in. I don't know that he's better than Ashnault on his feet to begin with. It's just, it's, it's tough to say. Ashnault would have to have a down match. He would have to have a low output match where he can't ride him or can't get his takedowns going. And we haven't seen that this year. Anthony, I, I did not expect Anthony to take this big of a jump his fifth year up a weight. But man, he, he has. He's been the best guy all year long. And uh, you're silly to pick against him. I may be, you could say I'm silly to pick Spencer Lee, um, <clears throat> but I've seen Spencer Lee do spectacular things. I haven't seen Micah Jordan do spectacular things. I've seen him be really, really good, but he's always had this glaring hole. I, I think your point about not only having a multiple takedown advantage, but the fact that as great as Mickey Jordan is on his feet, and, and he is great on his feet, Ashnall is also really damn good on his feet. And so Mickey would have to be a whole tier level above him for an entire match on his feet to overcome to be, anything that 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 he would lose on the mat. Yeah, it would have to be two takedowns to zero or three to one. Yeah, I mean that's that's, just, that's the path. That's that's the you're looking at. So and and you know that means okay, you know that going in. You're Ohio State coaching staff. You're like, all right, we got to get some early takedowns in because you don't want to wait, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're shooting early, that can that can go one of two ways with Ashnault too. Um, no one. Though, here's one factor: Micah can ride. If he could get a, if he could get a, a first period takedown ride out, that would be huge. That that's a path to where maybe he doesn't need multiple takedowns because that almost is an additional takedown if you can get the ride out. So there's different ways he can do it, but by and large, it, it's just a lot for him to overcome. 157. Um, let's let's spare the people. Next Jason, topic. Next topic. I'm, don't even say his name. Just say next topic. Who's he beat? Okay, good question. All right, we'll, I'll indulge this. But we won't say who we're talking about. We're not even going to say his name. I'll say Deacon. He beats Deacon. Deacon. Uh, yeah. Tyler Berger's tough, but... Scalps. He's getting scalps. Oh, my I'm, I'm gosh. Yeah, you might have to Berger. take... Scalp. Now, is this, this harkens back to the 
back to the Wendigo, Native Americans. <sighs> Burger's coming Talk for heads. Yeah. Burger's coming for heads. Mm. How about this? Has staying off Twitter helped him? Has staying off Twitter helped? He has not lost since he got off Twitter. Burger and Deacon will probably, if it goes chalk, will have to wrestle again in the NCAA semis. Who is is is, is Deacon more likely to win in Big Tens than uh, Burger more likely to win in NCAAs? Is it the same guy's going to win both times? What what is the most likely outcome? Am I off on saying that Burger turns it up a notch at NCAAs? Not at all. That no. is absolutely La- correct. He waited like last- all year to turn it up. Last like year. last year he did, but like what, what I'm saying is, am I? Is that one year or did he do it in previous years too? No, he he got fifth the the year before when he was not seated to be fifth. Okay, so he has a track record of performing high at the NCAA. I mean, even Absolutely. higher than he was. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to perform higher than second this year, but in years past, right? I mean, last year's weight was loaded. I mean, he beat a lot of good guys. Kemmer was there. Kemmer a little banged up, but um took third right when all year long we were kind of asking where's the where's the tyler Berger of old yeah so he turned he definitely turned it on last year actually well, disregard he was the four seed in 2017 and got fifth so maybe not but just lied to st- us still wow. still ty- yes tyler Berger <laughs> has good ncaa tournaments dan nomad big liar but yeah. good job not saying the name we said we wouldn't say just next topic and uh yeah so did you say deacon or Berger? just say the name deacon all right uh, 165. Now it gets now. Here's a tasty, tasty morsel. Chenzo, Wick, Marinelli, White, Massa. Someone asked an FRL question: Was will Chenzo be a zero-time Big Ten champion, four-time NCAA champion? That would be spectacular. That would be that amazing. would be that would be kind of awesome. I mean. Chenzo would party on himself. Chenzo sometimes parties on himself. He self-dunks. He self-dunks. He self-dunks. He alley-oops it to himself and then somehow dunks on himself. Um, he has a good <laughs> sense of humor. Uh, I-, I think this is the year he gets it done. It's just an anomaly. The, the, his freshman year, he, he wasn't supposed to win Big Tens. Um, he wasn't supposed to win Big Tens either of the years, actually. Mm-hmm. Really, in reality. the His freshman year, he lost to Imar. He was a major underdog. He had already lost to Imar that year. And then last year, you maybe you certainly said he's got a shot and he'll probably make the finals, but you know he lost to Imar again, and he had he had lost to Marinelli that year, so it's ne- he's never come into it undefeated number one seed before. So I think it's just an anomaly that he hasn't won Big Tens, and he's only, he's a junior. I think he wins this year, Vincenzo Joseph. I do too. I'm going with Chenzo. Bracky. I'll take Vincenzo over Marinelli. Same. No, Chen- Chenzo. Chenzo over Wick. Is Wick going to shoot? Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. And <coughs> Bull beats. What? Chenzo Real quick, Wick. one of the underrated things about uh, one underrated or I don't know. One of the things about Chenzo, or excuse me, Marinelli being the two, is he avoids Massa on the top side, who beat him twice last year at this very tournament. Just who are you guys taking? But you can see him backside. Right. So that's who are you I'm guys like. taking in the uh, in the Massa White match? Oh, didn't we talk about this last show? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll take Zay Zay again. 
Isaiah White. Okay, no one else talking. I, I, 174. Hall Amin. Mm, you just got to say Mark Hall at this point, right? I don't see. Yeah. Who's a three? Um, Labs. Labrador Retriever. Yeah. Fisticuffs last time. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a good good pull there, Willie. Um, the lab, the Nebraska-Michigan skirmish. Labriel the- is the four. Oh, my gosh. No, Matt. That's too, oh, Lydie. That's too Lydie. Lydie is the three. One more lie. One <laughs> more lie. I'm unplugging your mic. So, Lydie's the three. Lydie beat Amin last year. He did. He did. did? Yes. Amin sometimes has some random. Him and Pantaleo. They'll look amazing, and then they'll they'll lose to who? Him? Really? But, yeah, um, it's Hall over Amin. Remember last year, I forgot that uh, the Michigan contingent were really feeling themselves with Mark, like kind of booing him. He, we uh, posted the clip yesterday of him kind of laughing, smiling at the Michigan Michigan fans. That was, that was cool. All right, you guys are not talking anymore, so Mark I will Hall. just keep going. Mark Hall. Do we really need to say it? Well, just just say it. Oh, okay. Just I thought I said it. Mean. All right, eighty-four. Oh, geez. Um, we we talked about this weight in depth last time, and is anyone even giving Miles Martin uh, anyone a remote chance of being Miles Martin? Who has the best chance of being Miles Martin? Let's uh, just answer that. Parker has done it before. Yeah, the guy who has beaten him has the best chance. I but don't think so, though. I, I think it's Shakur. Martin over Vins in the finals. Martin over Vins? Mm-hmm. You might be right. I'll take Vins, too. No, I'm taking Shaq. Martin over Shaq. I'll take Martin over Vins as well. Okay. 197. Who do uh, you have in the finals? Shaq, CP? Yeah, I'll take Shaq. Just missed. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that he's the second best guy. I'm kind of Big Ten. I... My thought is, if there's a guy that can do it, that can challenge Miles, it's probably the guy we haven't seen him wrestle. I, I think you compare Miles. Yeah, Miles lost to Emory Parker his sophomore year. It's like that guy. The the jumps that Miles made from his sophomore to his junior year were insane, and the jumps he's taken from his junior to his senior year are are huge in my opinion. I think his junior jump- year, he he had a lot of kind of road bumps that year. I mean, no, you mean his sophomore year? Sophomore year. Junior's last the year, year he killed everyone but Bo. The year he lost to Parker. Right. It, like, let's not keep saying Parker because there was other things. He, he's not the Miles he is now. I mean, Sammy, Sammy Brooks beat him soundly twice, as I recall. Um, now, I, I wouldn't predict that anymore. Even though Sammy Brooks, I think, recently beat him again in freestyle, for what it's worth. But still. You have no concerns about uh, Shaq wrestling four times in two months. I have deep concerns about that. Like but, whether or not you think he's the best guy, there is there there has to be injury concerns, health concerns. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I I don't have I don't hold that bottom section in very high regard, and I hold Penn State and their ability to make their guys really good in high regard. Is Shaq a forfeit out candidate if he makes semis? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. That was a good. That was a question <laughs> someone asked. Okay, 197. Okay. Well, this is not – this is – Big Ten's is getting boring now. 
Let's do this. Okay. Fall or regular decision? Yet it's the Sam Herring thing. You have to pick one. There's no. You're not allowed to pick a major attack. Correct. What is more likely? A fall Sam, or decision? Sam comes up with questions that make you pound the desk. What do you mean? It's it's they're good questions. They're tough. Oh, pound the desk. I, th I thought that meant yeah. like in frustration. Yeah. Like, like wow, that's yeah. a stupid question. Yeah. Okay. No, so, I don't mean in, I mean in frustration, not in they're stupid. Got it. They're so, hard. They're difficult. So I will I will say I'm team decisions for Bo. I think everyone is going way too pinfall crazy. I know Ben Bo has gone pinfall crazy, <laughs> but um, you know I've I've tasted delicious he will have a decision this tournament that's what i'm saying and whether now he may just really like pinning ohio state guys that is possible he may just be his favorite thing in the world and he'll just do it again but i think he gets a decision in this tournament at some point that's i was talking about in the finals against colin Moore. yeah i know i know that but i'm just saying he will have a decision it could be so if going into the finals that's he, a, taking away out hold, hold on let me let me let me go if going into the finals, he hasn't had a decision, he will have a decision at that point. If he's had a decision going into the finals. Then he he'll get... pin? <laughs> yes. This is such trash. That's Just say whether he'll pin Colin Moore or very, not. It's actually much more difficult. That's a very difficult. Um, no, he's not going to pin him again. He's going to pin that him again. That take is so nomad-esque. It is. No, that was it's a bullcrap you... take. Um, <laughs> no, well, that's that why. So, that's exactly like you do. No, that that's that's a bullcrap take. That's that. See, that's a coward's way out. If the if the tournament is on the line, <laughs> if the team score is in the balance, I I think he'll get a pin. I don't think it'll be in the balance. I think he will decision Colin Moore, uh, Bo Nickel and Penn State. They not that they don't care about Big Tens, but Big Tens is clearly not as fully formed Penn State. Like, literally, we've seen it the last four years, right? So, <clears throat> if there's going to be a decision, it's going to be Big Tens. The the Bo Nickel we're going to see in NCAAs, hell hath no fury. Get out of his way. That's going to be bad. Colin Moore is going to shoot again, and he's going to cradle him up and pin him again. He will not. No, I'll say it definitively. He will not pin Colin Moore, period. He will not pin Colin Moore. That's, what I was, that's all you had to say from the get-go. I'm saying it now. <laughs> I'm not doubling down on it. Y'all didn't like my take. I thought I would I'll have. tell you what. Because I just asked a simple question, and you went on this. If he does this. Doo -doo 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 -doo. You know what? I'm going to smack, smack <laughs> you with that eagle. Get him, Kyle. All right. Uh, Bo, I, you, I bet you Bo pins him just to spite you. There's, uh, there's no doubt if he, in my mind that if, if there's Bo no pins doubt him in my mind that if Bo, if Bo heard this, I don't know if Bo listens. But if Bo heard this, he would his, do it just to spite His father you. listens. Um, All right, Jason, tell him. Ooh, the Iron, the Iron Eagles listening with the Eagles here. Oh all wow, right. it comes it all comes full circle. Now, yeah. Now if he if he pins him despite despite me, then I don't I don't know. That's bad sportsmanship. I hope he. Flips I hope double he pins birds. him in the finals. <laughs> the double Eagles. I hope Bo pins him in the finals, and then comes right over to where comes right over to you and goes pick that. Oh wow, full circle. When uh, that's actually happened circle. to Willie. That happened to Willie one time when uh, Bo beat Mark Hall, and uh, Mr. Nickel said, "Pick that, Willie." It's an iconic moment uh, in live streaming history. That was awesome. Heavyweight Gable Dan Stevenson versus mm -hmm. Anthony Caesar salad. Except he eats no salad. He just eats. He gets Caesar's chicken Caesar salad and just eats the chicken. Probably that's how uh, Anthony Casar eats salad. 
and I don't see anything that stops that from being the final, and I don't see any way Gable Dan loses in Minnesota. No, thank you. What is Kassar's path to victory? I understand it's very unlikely I'm picking Gable too. We're all picking Gable, but what is Kassar's path to victory, if one exists? Uh, see if it's possible to get him tired. See if it's possible mm. to, to wrestle a risk-averse yet aggressive strategy early on. I, I think Kassar can get away. Gable's really good on top in terms of riding. I think there's potential he rides out. Kassar also takes neutral a lot. Wow. Frequently. Is he Jordan trained? What to look into that? Um, he, I, he, I, to me, it's the most fascinating match of the week. Well, we haven't not. seen this. What, what is? To, I mean, he, well, Derek White lost to this, beat this guy, and he's. This, I mean, Spencer Lee, Sebastian Rivera, Austin DeSanto, Nick Suriano, yeah. Suriano versus Devon Micic. Okay. We have never seen this matchup. Right, I mean, never, if if Gable if Gable goes out and you know eight twos, Kassar, I mean. Look it. I mean, it's over, right? I mean, the weight class almost canceled the weight class. I mean, I canceled this weight long ago. I don't know what you're waiting Should for. Should we cancel it in November? Yeah, I canceled well, it. Well, I, because I don't like canceling weight classes. Why? Well, well, that's so, fair. That's you don't have to cancel it. Yeah, I, I, I canceled, canceled the hot. Okay. The point yeah. is, I haven't canceled it. <laughs> I haven't canceled it yet. Well, that's on you, man. So, that's your that's your issue, Will. <laughs> yeah, that's a you problem, not an yeah. us problem. Yeah. I cannot believe that All you right. said this is the most interesting match of the week. That is Well, let's think week. of that all is... Let's think of all the matchups that in which a national title might go through that hang in the balance that haven't happened yet. Okay, if it has to have not happened, sure. But <clears throat> I'll say this, I think Kasar in terms of if you look at like two three, I would say Kassar is probably maybe has the biggest gap from like four through six of any guy in that like two three range of anyone. Like cause like Kassar's head and shoulders above the guys he'd see guess, in the quarters or or in like on the backside of of the I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, I agree. I guess what what it, what's going on here is that y'all don't think it's a thing. I think it's a thing. I'm very pro. Kassar, but I just there's. I think it's I think it's a thing. I think it's going to be a good match. I don't think it's a thing because I've seen Gable beat Tom Bradley and give Tony Nelson everything he had. And I Tech, mean, Tech Fall, Tanner, Tanner Hall. Kassar's awesome and is a takedown machine, but Gable's Gable's an animal, lost man. once in like eight years inter, interplanetary competitions. Uh, I just I think it's. It's a little disrespectful. Kassar got Hoffman last year. Garrett Hoffman. Okay. Keep, I keep throwing stats out. I'm just saying I think it's a thing. It's not a stat. I see the, a stat I is see the, like his bonus percentage or something. Uh, he lost right. to Garrett Hoffman. It's not a stat. All right. Keep throwing uh, Keep throwing that stuff out there. Keep throwing, say, Garrett Hoffman. Say, uh, give me all of Gable's resume because I don't know it. I'm saying I... <laughs> I'm saying I want to see the match. It's, I'm saying I think I think Kassar can go with him. It's not about Garrett Hoffman because he's clearly a different guy up a weight. It's just hundred percent. It's just what we've seen. It's just what we've seen. Adam Gable. On Derek this, White. Has, this has way less to do with Kassar yeah. than yeah, it has to do right. with Gable. Another another good point, Kyle. Another keep good throwing point stats that I, out that I don't care about. 
he he couldn't score on Derek White. Okay, so he's gonna score I on still, Gable. Believe it or not, guys. <laughs> Sometimes guys have wrestled someone and not scored, and then they have gone on to take down a better wrestler than that guy that they didn't score on. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in the match. If you guys are interested in the match, fine. Let's move on. Nolf it. I'm I'm interested in the match. I'm I just, interested. The 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 winner to me is not in the balance. The how the match goes and the score that's in the balance. That's certainly interesting. Because mm -hmm. Kassar's really good, but Gable's. I mean. Potentially a goat. Goat potential. Okay, that's heavyweight. Is there anything, anything at all interesting about this? Team what about race? your department about? Oh, oh yeah. Team no, no. There will be a department of Did we ever? I meant to do this. Did we ever run the precedes in a um, in the scoring rubric? That's a spay thing. So no. no. I can do it really fast normally. Um, he changed my rankings, doc, and now I can't just plug them in as easily as I used to. Um. We'll figure that out later. Because I'm, I'm curious, because Big Tens is like it's easier to compete with Penn State than it is NCAAs. Well, yeah, the, it, when you condense a field and the the other teams are more likely to get bonus points in like an NCAAs, yeah, there's certainly some interest in the team race. Okay, okay, okay. Here Especially if like Nick Lee doesn't make the finals, Shakur doesn't make the finals, it's, you know, Schnupp gives you nothing. If RBY gets fifth or sixth, like, yeah, there's definitely – uh, team race interest like all those things are possible okay got it got it got it so i don't think i don't know which which team has the best shot is it michigan ohio state or iowa to do it do 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 one sec but iowa would need spencer DeSanto, <laughs> marinelli to win i'm sure to have a shot and even then according to our big 10 rankings Ohio State, Michigan, and Iowa are all within two points of each other. Oh, wow. So Iowa, 104.5. Michigan, 103.5. Ohio State, 102. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Michigan's interesting. The, the thing with Michigan is they don't match up Ohio well State. with Penn State in terms of, like, Mason Paris is really good. Kassar's better. Miles Mean's really good. Mark Hall's better. Um, they have Michich, um, so they win that one. But, like, Pantaleo's really good. Jason Noss better. You know, I, okay, Mass but who are you good, taking for so, second? So I don't think I don't think Michigan is the team. Who do I? Have well, who are you taking second? for second? No man. I, that's a fair point. Buckeyes. That's a fair fair point in challenging. That's a fair point in challenging Penn State, but it's not a fair point in the team race for second. Well, hold on. We, I think Ohio State is the is the most likely to either beat Penn State or finish second. Yeah, I think it so, might actually be Ohio State. So Ohio State's your pick for second. Yeah, that's mine. I kind of want to take Michigan, but mm, I don't know. Mm -mm. No. All righty. I will probably take Ohio State as well. So that's large tens, uh, my favorite tens of all. Now, now, now. Uh, real quick because we're running out of time. But no, we're not. EWA precedes are out. ACC brackets are out. Big 12 brackets are out. Um, I've been trying to put everything up so you guys have all of your conference knowledge, and we're also going to do an automatic qualifier hub where I'll also link in all the brackets. So we are on top of this you-know-what. Wrestling content. Good. Mm -hmm. Okie doke. Um, now, it's time for my Department of Agriculture. Now, 
If you've listened to me consistently, you only have two farms. You could have had <laughs> eight, but G lost to Lugo, and that's what happens, okay? So now the Department of Agriculture is back, and I think I think there's a pretty obvious choice this, this week. There's some good ones. Willie mentioned uh, Spencer Lee, who's now minus 115 on BetDSI. That's interesting, okay? Bank that. Means a lot of people took him. Yeah, a lot of people are like, ooh, goody. And then there's Nick Suriano at plus 130. That's interesting too. Okay, but there's a clear one. And I'm going to take you to EIWA's 184 pounds. Ooh. Ryan Price, who once dismembered Max Dean one year ago in the bit in the EIWA finals, is plus 110. Are you kidding me? Plus for a prohibitive favorite. He bodied this man a year ago. I know Lou Dupre is in the is is to be considered as well, but Ryan Pl- Price, who has looked good the last month or so, who handled a very good Jacoby Smith at plus one ten, bet the farm on the fro, Ryan Price, EIWA champ. Go go watch that match. It's watch. alarming. It is alarming. I was you know who looked alarmed. There was an opening scramble. Um, Max Dean, it was actually a really nice scramble. They both look good. Low ankle from Price. Dean dives over, really good scramble. Dean ends up in on a leg. Price goes like chest strap squeeze, gets his leg back. Dean gets up like, what did I just feel? What kind of strength was that that I just experienced? Because I wrestled Gabe Dean, and he's really strong. And that was alarming. Then Maybe he looked at his Twitter picture. I know, he's like... (laughs) <laughs> Hit me up if you want to get effed up. Um, so pr- like, then pr- Price proceeds to take him down, turn him multiple times with like a power half, and then pins him. It was just to seal the title and end Cornell's whatever eleven-year EWA reign. Yes, it was, it, pretty, it was a pretty cool moment for Lehigh. It was insane. It was insane. So watch that match, and then bet the farm, and then I believe you will wake up. Sunday morning with four farms. That's my prediction. You mentioned uh, Spencer Lee got bet down to, what was it, minus 115 or whatever? Mm, 10. Who are, oh, yeah, 15. Who are some of the uh, public wrestlers, as it were, right? Like Patriots are a public team. All this, like the, like the, the line is almost set differently because they know people are going to just always go I with think them. Sp- I think Spencer's a public guy. Who, who are some of the other ones? Like I Nolf, think- obviously, but... It's a little different. I think Suriano is a public guy. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think I moved the needle. I made my uh, my G Lugo proclamation, and the line immediately changed into four points. Yeah. Pro G. Um, well, no, not that one. Uh, and then um, it also moved when I said uh, DeSanto at plus two and a half against Dayton. So maybe that. I don't know. I think Spencer is definitely one that that moves. What, we didn't even do one for. There's not even one for Gable. Not every weight is. Hey, who is here. your um, who is your pick to win ACCs at 84? That's tough um, because those guys are all. I think Zavatsky is my pick. I don't think Renan's back. Like 100, Chip Ness is <laughs> like so scary because he'll like lose to who, and then he'll. I know like Taylor that's Vince. a thing. 
Chip Ness is part of the field, and the last time I looked, the field was plus 600, which isn't a bad that's thing not, for a field bet. That's not that great. I like uh, the lowest field bet of the week. I don't like Bonacorsi. I don't like. I don't think Renan's healthy. See, I don't like Renan's healthy. Bonacorsi banged up. Bonacorsi majored Renan. Yeah, I know. But, uh, that's just. Yeah, I know. I think Bonacorsi is a great postseason wrestler, and the, the <laughs> volume shooting is going to be problems. And how do you how do you know he's a great postseason wrestler? He's never wrestled. Uh, well, well, no, I know that. What I'm saying is like the style. Like when you look at guys who can screw things up in the postseason, I'm going the guy that shoots 600 yeah. times and is going to wear you down and is yep. he, he's not going to go down not swinging right. Um, now of course he can get like he can that can also he can shoot himself out of a match right. He can get chest trapped like Taylor Vince did. Um, so of course you know the more you shoot you're going to leave yourself open. But um, to me a guy like Bonacorsi is someone who can cause problems. Uh, in the postseason, and his coach is Keith Cavan, who was a pretty good 174-slash-84-kilo guy. Accurate. Yeah, I'm with you on that. We're, we're aligned on Gavin. So, but I've got – is anyone picking Bonacorsi? Uh, right here. You're picking him? Right here. You, no. want, to put, you want some chicken on it? No. <laughs> exactly. Yes, chicken bag. No, cause, no okay, no give, give, me, give me an exact other opponent, not the field. Give me an exact other opponent. What do you mean exactly? I've got – no, I've got Zavatsky. Okay, there you go. You made okay, – see, that. So see, this is an actual bet. This is an actual I, bet. No, no, no. But this is, this is what you Zavatsky. normally do. This is what you normally do is you go, well, I'll get the field. Okay, Wait, I'm not making a guys. chicken bet with you. You owe me chicken. I went back and listened to it. You you weaseled no, because, way be, out of it. Because, no, no. We, we already went over this. We already went over this. It was – the bet changed. Wait. It was a field bet, and I said I would not make any bets to you unless it was a specific 1v1 bet. Because you make coward bets that are that are field versus one individual guy. Ooh. So you say so you say Zavatsky coward and I bets. say Bonacorsi, ZZ Top versus. Wait. Can we agree to this? What Christian gets ZZ, Nomad gets Bonacorsi. If one of them win, you guys owe the other one chicken. If Renan wins, there's no chicken involved. Correct. And here a caveat. Let's say. Bonacorsi beats Zavatsky and Bonacorsi loses to Ness in the finals. No one wins. We are picking our ACC champion well, no, winner. No, but they're but Bonacorsi and Re- it's opposite side. Shut, be quiet. You get the point. You're missing the point, no matter. But the, you, what you're what you're saying is impossible. No, the point is I'm saying we're picking ACC champions. Okay, I think one guy will win. You think other guy? If neither of them win ACCs, regardless of an individual match result, the bet is off. If they re- no, it's the matches if yeah the, the matches only if they wrestle whether it's first place or no. third place. No no no. Yes no the matches if they wrestle. No. It's an if they wrestle match. Nomad. All right, I'm done with it. You should say an if they're champ. No, it's if they wrestle. That's you the bet. Just, you just that's you the just bet. Either take bet. the bet or don't. You're weaseling now. I'm not weaseling. That's the the bet is if they wrestle. Just like just like when Willie Pickham's happen and the guys don't wrestle, the the bet is null and void. Okay, so if Zach Zavatsky makes the finals and wins, and Bonacorsi doesn't make it to him, somehow the bet is off. Yes, the oh bet is gosh. if they wrestle. That's no, what, you're changing it. No, I'm not changing. We haven't made the bet. You can't. No matter you if your guy There's doesn't no... make the finals, you lose. No, yes. that, my bet right. is if this they is why wrestle. no one makes bet bets with you. Wrestle. This is why no one makes bets with you. And no one wants to eat chicken with you. My bet's if they wrestle. You want to take the bet that they wrestle? Then that's it. Embarrassing. All right, moving on. That is someone asked on F- FRL question, what is the most interesting non-Big Ten weight class? I think 84 ACCs is really interesting. ACC's got a, quite a few <laughs> really, really exciting weights. I think that's the one that's probably the most loaded, and it's so dense I with talent. 84. I love I love 84. I love 
49 ACC is pretty good. We'll find Silver and O'Connor and mm-hmm. who am I forgetting? Uh, Justin Oliver. Mm-hmm. All-American. I love um, – yeah, what's your favorite non-Big Ten? I love 41 at Big 12s. And maybe I, 49. I, like that. I really like Cade Brock. At, um, he's plus 175. I mean, it's going to be tough, yeah. but plus money for that. I, I I mean, I know I'm biased with Cade, just kind of always have been, but I still think that's – I think that's objectively good value. Okay. Hey, um, are you picking Joe to win – picking Joe to win Big 12s? Yes. I am. No, Matt. Uh, Georgia. Yeah. Big 12, 197 is interesting. Um, given the recent events with Nicholas, given that Preston Weigel's wrestled five matches, um, I, I think Hokett's an interesting guy. So Big 12, 197, interesting to me who comes out of there. Got it. Hey, you know what? I like – nobody gave me the memo. I guess the memo was actually – sent um probably last october or september <laughs> when when is the last time pack 12s weren't a week before i don't know it's been a while it's been since i've been following it's been like that i'm pretty sure yeah it, i mean they used to cite one of the reasons you know everybody would say there's not enough pack 12 a week before there, there's not enough officials what did we get more officials this year we got more. We got more officials. Someone just asked, "Why doesn't Chandler Rogers go 174?" Because Jacoby Smith. Okay, let's go to some uh, questions from friends. Um, I'm gonna skip through. Here we go. All right. Do you foresee Cam Gruber? Do you foresee anyone getting the qualifying spot and forfeiting out of Big Tens like Nolf and Kimmer did last year? I'm sure it'll happen. I don't know who, but it will happen. It's the way. It's the way of the world these days. Especially because every Big Ten weight is over six qualifiers. So make the semis. Deuces. <laughs> All right. Um, this I, is just a like shot. Uh, oh, are you going to talk? No, I like the chicken bet question. Between you and Kyle, who has the most pins? No. See, here's I just, the thing, I just like here's the thing about bets. chicken bets. I know. I like chicken bets, too. Not with him. But... A chicken bet has to come up organically. I right? offered you a bet. You over, take it. Over a, a dispute, you know, that, that happens. It, it can't be forced, okay. Ben George. Ben George is trying to force a chicken bet. You can't do it. So I only put that in there to say, don't force it, Ben George. Um, this is a shots fired at Sam Herring. Um, Coach Robbie Kessler, what's more likely, Rutgers gets one champ, two champs, or no champs. This is first of all, you didn't even do the question right, like mm-hmm. Sam Herring would do it. Second of all, those sorts of hypothetical scenarios belong to Sam Herring, the official middle school wrestler of Flow Wrestling. Um, so, Coach Kessler, appreciate your question, but this is a classic stay in your lane situation. It wasn't discussed on the last FRL, but what is the difference between Spencer and Zahid this season? I don't know. The the difference is well, number one, purely. Um, like hype, right? Like, well, I, I brought, like Spencer I brought Lee has been a thing since he was in seventh grade, and not that Zahid hasn't, but Spencer Lee is Spencer Lee is more Googled than like Jordan Burroughs and Kyle Snyder, and is like our most you know our most liked Instagram post of all time is Spencer Lee. Like 
there are metrics that Spencer Lee is basically the most popular, talked about, discussed wrestler of all time. And he sure, wrestles sure. for Iowans, right. he wrestles and, for Arizona it, State. Exactly. He wrestles for what is historically the, the largest fan base. Now, Penn State may have now overtaken him, but, but like all the metrics point to us discussing Spencer more. As far as what is different, I don't know, but Spencer is, is more talked about whether, whether well, no, we no, discuss no, him or not. not. Okay. The, question. the question is why are these two guys who looked amazing last year struggling what is the difference it's not like what is the difference between their popularity it's like these guys did were this last year that's what they're asking no man i know but part of that's that we don't talk about it as much well yes that that's part of the equation too and I, I think i brought it up man i don't know two or three episodes ago at the end of an episode two episodes ago um because i saw it posed i saw that question posed somewhere and and, and part of it is our perception and people's perception and um, how we discussed it on here, but how come Spencer has two losses and, you know, we say, you know, what's wrong with Spencer? Can he get his groove back? Yada, yada, yada. Zahida is a returning national champ, two losses. And we're like, ah, eh, you know, you lose sometimes. Um, there is sort of a difference in the way I'm we not approach like that. it. And I think. I don't, I don't think how you lose sometimes. I think he hasn't looked good. He hasn't looked the same. I think I think they're identical, and I think it could be for the same reasons. I don't know. But, but we, we, part of the I point is we haven't discussed it, and part of it is we didn't see them. I didn't. I never. I, I never got to see the Dana Lewis Saheed match. I got to watch. If you're asking me, I think there's a losses. real thing in. I think there's a real thing in kids that go all year long with the freestyle stuff. Um, I think they. I think they're off a little bit. Now, that doesn't apply to Spencer, to Spencer but it does apply to Renan and Hydley and Zahid and other guys. Yeah. Okay, next question. Also, Zahid was not as overwhelming a favorite as Spencer was going into the year. Very true. Everyone, yeah. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that is part of it. Like, I know, but listen, there is a definite... <laughs> this... this this dude threatened Dake. No, I, I hear you, but, <clears throat> I mean, talk to people who do fantasy leagues. There are people who, myself included, took Spencer Lee over Nolf and Nickel at the start of their, their fantasy. Whoops. He pinned Nick Piccinini last, the last time they wrestled. He majored Sebastian Rivera last time he wrestled. I'm talking about last year before he wrestled this year. Whereas Mark has beaten Zahid. Mark, it, Mark, Mark and Zahid were considered actual rivals. The, the, that was a thing. No one thought Rivera and Pitch were a thing when it came to Spencer. They Nobody, became a thing. That, that's part of it, too. Year, coming into this year, Spencer didn't have a rival. I mean, we, we were talking about canceling this weight in October. Yeah. We uncanceled it. We thought he was – like, we were having discussions, and it wasn't, it wasn't just us. This is Everyone was like, he's going to bonus his way through the season. Yeah. I mean, going into Midlands – I never thought that. Just for Going in – you never thought that he would bonus what? his way through the season. It's crazy. Oh, um, we gotta check the tapes on that. Check it. Going into Midlands, I was like, That's I hope, I hope, check, kind check of, it. you know, if if Spencer if Spencer just dominates Midlands, I'm like, there will be zero pop at 125 this year, and um, I mean that that's so that's the difference with Zahid and Spencer, is that. Spencer didn't have a peer coming in to this season. Yes. That's a huge part of it. All right. I mean, Miles Amin was up, t- t- took Zahid down twice in the NCAA semis last year. 
He was winning that one. Has the Big Ten become too saturated with talent? Is this a good or a bad thing? Um, I think it's fine, right? I don't think it's become too saturated with talent. It's not there's, any different than any other year. There's still it? plenty of teams no. with not much talent. <laughs> there's it's, Saturated means like you're completely full. Like a, if a sponge is full of water, it can hold no more water. There's plenty of teams putting out guys that that are not um, – that don't strike me as uh, talent-saturated. So, no, it could become much more um, full of talent. Good or bad thing is also hard to – because there's so many ways you could say it's good and there's so many ways you could say it's bad, which probably means it's neutral. You know, in the portal thing, at one point we didn't bring up um, – on a good or bad side is that when you have saturated lineups and that is the correct use of the term is saturated lineups like the overabundance of you know Oklahoma State's backup can can be an all-american uh Penn State's backup could be an all-american Ohio State Iowa right some of those kids we say it's a bad thing if Iowa has a need at 49 and goes and gets Lugo. Um, not a bad thing, but, it, you know, a small program loses a big guy. Um, is it a good thing if Penn State has an AA caliber guy that goes to Chattanooga and then AA is for Chattanooga? Mm. Mm. Mm, I don't know how to answer that. Um, okay, any other questions that we want to do? Hey, rumblings from uh, Flor- Fiore50. That Big Tens are gonna be at the rack next year, in Rutgers. Uh, I might be, I may just book my ticket now. How do they determine that? It's a rotate. I don't. I, it's it's very it's funny. Not determined, it's not determined far in advance. No, it's determined <clears throat> fourteen years in advance. And I guess not fourteen because they they added them whatever amount of years ago. But it's it's a rotation. So every team gets to host it so who hosted it last year michigan state yep so michigan state will next get to host it in 2032 or whatever 2033 i'll book that well, ticket but Rutgers hasn't officially been announced yet it's just like rumors i looked up a couple articles on nj.com well, 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 that's where i'm going if it's if it's announced know. far in advance then why are we saying there's rumors that Rutgers has yeah i was told that's done deal but well, they i mean the big 10 hasn't made an official it's not a so. done deal yeah it may happen but that doesn't mean it's done deal it's not like I'm with Willie. I don't understand why we don't know this rotation for like the next ten years. Probably because uh, Rutgers was a new, new-ish entry to Big Tens, and so they didn't. It doesn't slot neatly into the kind of like Nebraska and Maryland. They kind of. How many years has through. it been now? Um, 2014 was their last year, I think, in the um, in EIWA. EIWA. So, uh, I'm pretty sure this is already done. Look it up. No, okay, but I, no, I hear you. I hear you about it not being like right. out publicly, but it's gonna be there. You should cry some more, dude. Okay, here it's we online go. officially. According to somebody signed. Uh, with JB looking so good this past weekend, who you got, J Dake or JB? Everyone, after Worlds, everyone. That's a report. It's not. A, it's, gonna, it's gonna. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. Everyone's looking. Trying to bury Jordan Burroughs. USA Wrestling, the chirping, not USA Wrestling people, but people within USA Wrestling. Okay, I was like, what? No, no, no. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is people think it's Dake's going to just come and take this spot from him. 
but I'm not ready to go there. I'm I'm Burroughs until further notice. Mm-hmm. All right, Burroughs. Well, you you said last yeah. time like we we're not gonna discuss this stuff till it gets closer to the open. Well, I asked the question, so I meant that yeah, Burroughs. Yeah, who I'm, were I'm, these I'm people saying Dake was gonna take it? Coaches. Okay, I'll just, I'll just say that okay. coaches. Not Rob Cole. <laughs> Not. You're saying more than Rob Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, for okay. sure. Okay. For sure. Um, I mean, you know, sticking with Burroughs until proven otherwise. All right. Uh, let's go. 924. I'm done with this. It's time to go. It's Wednesday. Thank you guys for listening. Big 10s, Big 12s, EIWAs, EWL, live on flow this week. You should cancel all your plans. Tell your girl your business. What do you guys leave? Tomorrow morning, 6.15. Thank you guys for listening. Plenty of content to come. We'll be back next Tuesday. Lots to talk about, I'm sure, after uh, conference. So something crazy is going to happen that we didn't even discuss on this show. Every single year it happens. One time, Adam Kuhn lost like three times at Big Tens after being like the one seed. It was insane. One time a conference, a one seed didn't show up to a conference tournament. Oh, yeah. No, he showed up. He just didn't weigh in. No, he didn't. What, I, Cobb? Yeah. Cobb DJ Cobb? He did not come. He I'm, not, there. I'm not talking about Cutler. I'm talking about Cobb. Cobb. Cobb? Cobb was in the building. How does he know? I was there, dude. All right, I we're was out. there. No, you were not. All right. No. In the show. There. <laughs> Later. <laughs>